Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Don't get one of these every year. Leap year. Oh, yeah. Woo, extra day. Isn't it every, it's every four years, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. If you're born on this day, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Hey, happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) See you very young. See you in four years. (laughs) Um, We're giving away Monster Pro Wrestling tickets. That's a parting gift. That um, that event starring James P. White. Uh, Is Little Pedro making an appearance Little on Pedro. Saturday? Uh, no, uh, I believe uh, uh, Giant Jim the Ref will be. Okay. Oh, an one of his other alter egos. <laughs> you got a mask for that? No, no, no. It's just just Giant Jim. All right. So those at the end of the show. Keep in mind that's a Saturday event, not a Friday event. Yeah. Normally it's a Friday. Um, I follow that Maddie Madison. Yeah. Me too. Canadian. He's on the TV show The Bear, and he's turning into a star. Oh, yeah. People love him. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know this. He's one of the producers on The Bear. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Like, he's he's part of the the team that put that whole thing together, (laughs) which I thought was kind of interesting. If you're a fan of the show, I mean, the music is actually kind of cool. They they do a really good job of weaving, weaving the music in. Some shows do better than others. I think The Bear does a solid job. I've heard this song a couple of times on that. The Locker Room, only on Cruise. Saw this yesterday, and it got me thinking about shows, and and, uh, I can't really find a list. Like, I tried to Google shows that shouldn't still be on television, but it just, it it defaults to the shows that should never have been canceled or the worst shows of all time. So, Big Brother. You can't believe we're still on there. Big Brother Canada. Season 12 was announced yesterday. Who is watching that? I that's my point. Who is sitting down and watching like Big Brother Canada? I don't know. Well, Big Brother the other one like yeah. that one I would be surprised if that one was still on, but Big Brother Canada <laughs> is shocking to me. Yeah. I watched one season cuz I knew a couple people on it. That's the only season I've ever watched of that show. I don't think I've ever watched Big Brother. I think I watched the very first season. Like, uh, Big Brother, not Big Brother Canada. Yeah, I've never watched Big Brother Canada, and I may have watched a bit of the when it first came out. Because just out of curiosity. it came out around the same time as as your uh, your favorite show, uh, American Idol. Uh, then there was that Big Brother. Then there was yeah, there's a whole Survivor. bunch of shows. Survivor. See, Survivor was my That's another choice one because I was like. They're on season like a hundred because they do like two a year. Yeah, and I watched the first season. I think of that and with I'm Richard like, Hatch. And I remember back in the early two thousands when people were like having survivor parties and they'd get together every yeah. Thursday. I think it was. Yeah, and I was like, that was fun. That was good. Who is still watching Survivor in twenty twenty four? There has to be people There's that pe- are watching I, it because it's yeah. it keeps coming back. Um, so that's the question. If you can add to the list, what do we got? We got Big Brother. We got Survivor. Um, what's the most surprising shows still on TV? Season 46 for Survivor. Okay. <laughs> American Idol's awesome. American Idol's on the list. No. Isn't it? I mean, 
It's got to be. It's kind of just a karaoke competition. They make dreams come true. <laughs> Can I add another one before yeah. before we go to the text line? 780-989-0957. Is Flash still on? The Flash? Flash. No, it's over. No, that guy got arrested, didn't he? <laughs> no, that's the, jail? from the movie. Okay, so we don't have to put Flash uh, Superman on the and Lois is still on. They're on the last Okay, season. put that on, put the list. that on the list. The locker room topic of the day. What's the most surprising show that's still on TV? We're getting text. 780-989-0957. Mark said any NCIS show or spinoff of, you know, C- CSI or... Those have been around for a and long... They're making new CSI ones. and NCIS are all di- they're different. Uh, NCIS is Navy. Okay, and, but could and I just put Los all Angeles, those... Uh, there's, they're great. I'm could I watching put all Hawaii. those? Could exactly. I put all those cop shows in in one category? Yeah, I, I would. We'll put those. We'll put um, Ladder Nine One One that Jimmy watches, <laughs> and the new Toronto Law and Order. Yeah, we could put all those in the same category and be surprised that people are still watching them. I've never watched those, but I know people that are totally into them and 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 watch all the spinoffs and half yeah. for years. So I I I'm surprised those. You know, what's more surprising. Not that one isn't still on. That there's been so many like offshoots. Yeah, of every them. city has one now. Yeah, yeah, it's the same formula, yeah. right? Like, are you are you getting different information? No, no, same thing. The locker room topic of the day: seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. If you're ever trying to reach the show, what's the most surprising show still on TV? Uh, Veronica said the Kardashians. You know what? That, that's definitely got to be on the list. Well, that might even supersede some of those like survivors. And- well, they did, because they did a show on a network. I don't know what network it was on. And then they canceled it. They said, like, okay, this is our last season. Show's over. Keeping up with the Kardashians is done. And then they brought it back as a different show on oh, Hulu. Like Hulu, yeah. Yeah. So, they're, they're, so now they're into, like, season Four or whatever. I mean, yeah, because it's it's on Disney Plus, and your yeah. daughters watch it because uh, you could tell. Um, I don't want to. Can, can we not say that out loud? <laughs> Listen, I watched the Kardashians. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> it's why? Because the wife likes it, and so I'll sit down and watch it. And it's one of those shows you're like, I'm not. I don't want to watch this. And then like ten, minute, that ten minutes, you're like, Oh, that Chloe, she's fiery. <laughs> Is that show with the uh, with the with the guy that's married to like nine wives? Sister in Vegas? wives. I was sister just wives. looking that up to see if it's still on because I, I enjoy watching Sister Wives. And Stop! All his, all his wives have left him now. I think he's got one left, and it, apparently it's still on air. I haven't watched it in a few seasons, but all his wives. So it have didn't left work. Him. It didn't work. <laughs> You're in the line. Locker room topic of the day. What's the most surprising TV shows still on? Chandra said The Masked Singer. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't been around for long. It's been a few seasons now. They're on season 11. Season 11? Yeah, exactly. What? I know. That's, that um, blows me I away. They, again, okay. I think they do two seasons a year or something. Like, I thought that was a fairly new um, show. It's a little weird. Yeah. The thing, my problem with it, so I, I did... Because I, I saw the idea, and I was like, well, this is kind of fun. Like, if you're trying to guess who's singing, and then you're surprised. My problem with it was I would watch, and I would make my guesses. I'd be like, that's The Rock. That's so, And then you'd see him, and you're like, oh, well, I didn't know who that was, because it was all C-list celebrities. Because, like, anyone, yeah. any good 
big celebrities don't want to be in the mass singer, right? So you're like, it's oh, like dancing Dr. with the stars. Drew is on it. You're like, I would yeah. never guess Dr. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dancing with stars. S- similar. Yeah. Like it's any karate kid guy on there. Like there's a point in your career, there's a point in your fame where you don't have to do Dancing with the Stars. Exactly, yeah. Actually, Will Smith should do it. <laughs> That'd be a good comeback for him. That'd be a good comeback for him. <laughs> we got one more? Um, also, this is coming a few times, The Curse of Oak Island. See, I don't know that. I watched that show for a couple seasons. Is that where and they think it's like they're looking for buried treasure? Buried treasure off the east off the east coast of Canada. There's an island there called Oak Island, and people believe that there's buried treasure there, and no one's ever been able to find it. And so these two guys have invested all their money and time to finding it, and they film every a TV show. Episode is the same, and they never find it, and they've done like 15 seasons. It's been around that long. It's, a, it's been around a long time. I don't know how many seasons they're on, but it's been around a long time. And every episode is like they find an old button on the beach, and they're like, <laughs> they'll look at it and be like, "Oh, this button is from nineteen or from seventeen twenty five. We're getting close. It Larry. was worn by Blackbeard on his adventures. Of- <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could. I would last long on that one. Locker room only on cruise. If you are a Chiefs fan, you probably know about this guy. What's his name? So he was called the Chiefs Aholic Xavier Bambudar. I've seen him. I've watched enough football yeah. to recognize him. If you yeah, they used to show him at Chiefs games all the time and he was dressed in like a werewolf costume yeah. with a Chiefs jersey on and he was at every game. He had a big social media following. He'd go to the um, away games yeah. too. Yeah, always. And I remember when it was this past fall, wasn't it? Something like he that. He stopped yeah. going to games. Yeah, he well cuz he got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> so the story is, he was always on the road following the team around. You would see him in the stands. They'd show him on camera, his social media. He was always at the games. And people were like, who is this guy? How does he have this much money yeah. that he is going to all these games and traveling all the time every week? Yeah. Turns out he was paying for it by robbing banks wherever he would go. Don't name your kid Xavier. So <laughs> if the Chiefs were playing in Philadelphia... He'd go to Philadelphia, rob a bank, and uh, rob a couple banks, and th- so they How started. How long was he doing this for? Um, he said it began in 2022. Charge um, related to a string of bank robbers in seven states. He could face up to 50 years in prison. Yeah, and he would take the money and then bet them on the Chiefs games as well. And so he, he was stole also a, hundreds of thousands of dollars. He was also a, de- a degenerate yeah. gambler. Okay, so he'd take awesome. the money. Some for himself, some to pay his first trip, and the rest he would just bet on the Chiefs. That's yeah. incredible. He must pay $532,000 in restitution to the victim financial institutions. Um, so, yeah. The interesting thing about this is, it. this is a, done. It's over. Mo- mm-hmm. Movie script. Yeah, that's a movie script. It's For sure it is. It's a guy following short the Chiefs around robbing banks and like living his best life. He was probably doing crazy things with the money and like Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I'll watch that. I'll watch that. I would bet we can probably predict it. Within the next five years, that'll be on the big screen. Netflix or Something. Amazon or somebody's somebody writing will develop it. a somebody's script. writing it yeah. right now, right? They wrote Cocaine Bear. <laughs> yeah. Great movie, by the way. This might be hard to explain to the family. It's The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. By the way, I faked every orgasm. I have a question for you. 
Was Leslie Nielsen known as a comedic actor before Naked Gun? I have no idea. Way yeah. before. Uh, it, was he? Uh, okay. Uh, airplane. Airplane came out in the... Late 70s. Late 70s. Think, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. And, and that was one of his big roles. Because he had uh, a very specific... yeah, but that was before Naked Gun. Yeah. He had a very specific delivery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if that line was from Airplane or Naked or, Gun, but you know yeah. the... I am serious. Don't call me Shirley. That was airplane. <laughs> yeah, that was airplane. Yeah, but it was all very. You and know, he was a Saskatchewan boy too, wasn't he? Uh, spent some time in Regina. Yeah. Oh, there yeah, you go. I don't go. know if he was born in Regina or if he was just lived there for a few years or what. But again, yeah. I'm not wrong. Naked Gun. You can't. It's the same as the airplane movies. You can't mess with those either. Yeah. Ah, I, I kind of agree with you. How do you redo Naked Gun? So they are redoing it, and Leslie. Or not, Leslie. Um, Liam. Liam Neeson's going to be playing the role of Leslie Nielsen. Uh, no, that's a horrible pick. Okay, I've got a line from his one of his more famous movies yeah. taken, and I'll explain it before I'm playing it because we listened to it and it wasn't funny. So we thought, let's slow it down and see if it's funny. <laughs> I don't know what you want. <laughs> if you're looking for ransom... I can tell you I don't have money, but what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Uh, it's a weird pick. I did like his, they asked him and he said, he said, it's been dining on me slowly for the past 35 years. I have been cast against my type and I'm finally getting to do what I really wanted to do, which was comedy. It, it reminds me of when he was on Ricky Gervais's YouTube show. I was going to bring that where up. Where he was in Ricky Gervais's office. It's a, this kind of a, it's a comedy show. She, tongue-in-cheek but he's saying i want to be a comedic actor and so ricky gervais is giving him tips and it just goes horribly <laughs> but <laughs> that he, was actually kind of funny because he stayed funny. he stayed in character he was doing the taking character but trying to be funny and basically. maybe that's why he might have got picked from from doing that maybe yeah. right uh because the thing is is he was in that remake that they did of the a-team and he was horrible oh yeah that. that was a bad movie though but he was horrible in that. I did. Do you think uh, OJ is going to be in the new one? <laughs> He's out of jail. Hey, dude, uh, world. <laughs> the locker room. You know, and, and my ex wasn't worth it, man. I just, I don't know. It's just, she cheated. This is the bottom line. You got to get out. She cheated, and she didn't even care. She made the worst lies in history. Four in the morning, she'd come into the bedroom. It was like a nightmare. She had like a champagne bottle with her, you know. So where were you? She went, uh, I was seal hunting. You know, it's, she, you know. <laughs> He was quite entertaining. Richard Lewis passed away. Uh, He's older than I thought. He had uh, a lot of health issues throughout the years, too, and he was... Uh, Parkinson's, I think, is Yeah, he, he had just announced, like, last year that he had Parkinson's. I I got to know him more through watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. Because he plays, like, Larry David's best friend in that show. Yeah. And he was very funny in it. But even in the show, they talked about his health issues all the time. Because it's kind of a somewhat fictionalized, somewhat real show, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he... Was he on Saturday Night Live? No. No, he, he he was not on Saturday Night Live. Maybe he just... Um, I have a memory of him on Saturday Night Live. Well, he was kind of up with that that group from, like, Andy Kaufman's and, like, that area. Yeah. That, that era, sorry. So maybe that's what you're thinking, but... Uh, 
The men in tights is what I always Yeah, also Robin was. Hood men in tights. He was in that one. <laughs> I always think he was Prince John in that. There's that, always yes. the Jimmy connection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's sad loss. I uh, I liked what Larry David said. Um, he wrote it was a statement basically saying like you know he was one of my best friends. He made me laugh. He made me angry. Today he made me sob, and I'll never forgive him for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's sad in loss. the final season of Curb, which is like which coming, is coming out on? right now. Okay, yeah. You you've been trying to get me to watch that show for because you're Larry David. <laughs> The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Brought to you by iFurniture. Better, cheaper, smarter. Visit iFurniture.ca. Now, Grant Johnson. Do you remember before Justin Trudeau made weed legal when people used to come up with all sorts of crazy reasons to get medical marijuana cards? Glaucoma. I can't sleep. My gout. (laughs) Oh, I got a limp. I got a limp, and weed's the only thing that helps me. Remember all those reasons people had weed cards back in the day? Well, to the south of us in good old America, they still have to do that. And I was reading a story that there are several states right now considering adding this to the reasons to get a medical marijuana card. Female orgasmic disorder. So they've done a bunch of studies on the devil's lettuce and the big O. And the conclusion they have come to is that if you get high before you do the deed, your orgasm is like 10 times better. And so I guess there are women who have orgasmic disorder and they are going to get medical marijuana cards to give them the ability to achieve better ones. (laughs) That's awesome. Wicked. You know, back in the day, if you had trouble achieving the big O, you'd have to bring in some crazy toys and pole starts (laughs) and whistles and... Now you just need a little Mary Jane. What a time to be alive. The Grant Report is brought to you by our new locker room travel mugs. Get yours today and take the locker room with you everywhere. Text us for the link to shop. Welcome to the locker room. Everyone can relax. It looks like Wendy is backing off the AI-enabled menu changes that would introduce surge pricing to their stores. So Dave Thomas says, uh, is he still alive? I don't know. Uh, I don't don't think he is. Uh, But Wendy said, because when they made their comments about, about dynamic pricing, um, everyone thought, oh, it's surge pricing. It's going to be more expensive. And yeah. uh, they're saying, no, 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 it's actually the opposite. So if we use if no, we use not. dynamic pricing, we can give discounts at certain times and everything else. So they were backtracking pretty hard after the, the backlash from their CEO's comments. I said it yesterday, Grant, when, when you did the Grant report. I don't know if I said it on air, but I'm like, this is, this is going to cost them a lot of money. Yeah. Because people are going to start boycotting well, them like, right now. People were like, oh, if... If my Baconator is more expensive in the dinner rush, are you paying your employees more during the dinner rush because it's busier at that time? It's a, just a, it's so a it's horrible just, it idea. It opened up a can of worms that they realized they didn't want to deal with, so they backtracked on that pretty Surge pricing fast. is why I don't actually use Uber anymore. Yeah, that, that, it ruined Uber for me. Cause, yeah. I, go, I go taxis yeah. now. Right. I, Old school. I've been on an Uber maybe once in the last three years. But it was so frustrating because yeah, you get in, and why is this trip double what it cost me to get there there's a new service grant it's like airbnb for cars and we used it when we went to vancouver so you like rent people's cars yeah oh weird so and it looks like airbnb yeah the app looks exactly like it i'll have to figure out what the name of it is but my daughter told us about it yeah um 
she said, you guys should look into this because it could save you a lot of money. Because they've always had car to go in Vancouver. Car which to was go like is, a company you rent a car from that's parked on the street. We and, have that here in Edmonton yeah. too. That's different. This is a different service. So we went online. We picked a car. It was one of those little Nissan Micros, which by the way. Turo. Turo. Yes, that's it. Um, Jim just texted that in. Okay, so you you go on, you pick a car, and they deliver it to where you need it, and then you oh, wow. you give it back, and they come back and pick it up. And this guy literally had a flatbed truck, and he has like I think five ten of these Nissan Micros or whatever. Yeah, and he just delivers them around, and it's him and his buddy that yeah. do it. And he, like, we were texting back and forth. He goes, text me, give me 30 minutes warning before you land. I'll bring you a car. And I'll bring you my, your car. And it showed up, and it cost us, I think, 70 bucks or something. Yeah. And and a little bit of money for gas. And the, the, um, and the Uber from the airport to my daughter's apartment, I checked it. I checked the Uber when we were in the airport. Mm-hmm. Would have been sixty bucks. Yeah. So it would have been hundred and twenty bucks to get to the airport and back and do whatever driving around we needed while we were there. But you got the car. Got the, we got a car. Huh. So that one I That's a cool one. Yeah, I'll see how they'll ruin that in the future. <laughs> Someone'll ruin it. Yeah. A locker room. Only on Chris. So Amazon is bricking fire sticks. Is it Amazon doing it, or is it governments? Like, um, no. It, from what I was reading, because what we were talking about yesterday was happening in Ireland, yeah, and it was a copyright issue, and they were somehow finding a way to shut down the Fire Sticks by going after the companies that sell them. Yes, and so they're putting pressure. And, and apparently, this is not going to be a unique situation to Ireland. I sent. Uh, well, a friend of ours mm-hmm. that has one, and I said, "Is your Fire Stick still working?" So I guess mine are still working. I have a couple of them. It might not happen right away, yeah. But it, I guess the the next step is is that they're going to go after Amazon and companies that provide these and the updates, and go, "Okay, you have to stop the the access to the free stuff." Yeah, try to stop that. So I don't know if it'll work. Who knows? Could because, be. I mean, it could be like. This kind of reminds thing. Well, I was even further back than that when, back in the day when I would download things on Pirate Bay or yeah, LimeWire, yeah. and there was always they're going to find you they're and they're going to shut everything down. Or when you were uh, using your VHS and recording uh, your yeah, tapes. Yeah, the FBI messages <laughs> at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, if you download still, which I do once in a blue moon, and if you don't use the VPN, yeah, you'll get an email from like Shaw a, every once in I, a while. They also send out but those are just very random. Um they send those out as scare tactics random. I got one one time and it was like just so you know, we are aware that you downloaded whatever big movie it was that was coming out. And I was like I didn't download I that. In, I haven't dealt and they were like, oh they'll just send those out randomly. If there's a big movie that they assume lots of people are downloading yeah. and then say they send it to a hundred people a couple people actually downloaded the movie, and they're like, oh, my, they're watching me. <laughs> the ones I get are usually directly tied to what I downloaded. Oh, yeah? Right. Yeah, like, <laughs> me too. And it's always something big. It's always something from a major, major player. Oh, yeah. You know, like maybe there's a movie that just got released a couple of months back, and I don't want to pay, you know, I don't want to go to the movie theaters yeah. and drop 100 bucks but to even, see it. Even uh, TV shows, like especially Paramount, 
because like uh, all that like Star Trek stuff. Is uh, anybody is anybody subscribed to Paramount? Your cowboy show is on there. I know, but I have your soap opera. <laughs> it's not a soap <laughs> opera. Anyway, I have a feeling you're going to hear more and more about this. And yeah. again, there may be some scare tactics to it. Like they may be releasing stories about what they're going to do, and they might not be able to do it. Like I, I. <laughs> Back to the password sharing thing. Yeah. When that was a thing, when the password sharing thing was a thing, um, I was saying to people, don't click on anything. Yeah. Because if you let them know, like, don't don't tell them that this is the main house, right, or or whatever they were doing, because I don't think they can tell if you're if you're sharing your password. Right. But if you tell them anything, then I think they have a gateway in to well, figure it out. And I think it's similar with Fire Sticks. If you have a jailbroken one, just don't do the updates. And then, <laughs> well, that's that's yeah. what they were saying. It was yeah. how they're going to get it, right? So just don't. You I just didn't know don't. the terminology because I don't yeah. have. But also, one thing like with because uh, I we share your uh, you uh, you t- uh, no what what you called? Okay, get her yeah. out. Yeah, okay, get her out. Okay, Netflix. All right, I just Clear. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> use it that much, and I've never had any issues with it. Like well, I, I the, use your Disney once in a blue moon, and you yeah. use my Netflix. And like we once have, in a blue moon. I know people that have been locked out for password sharing. Yeah, we still have not. Because the thing is, is if it's only once in a while, and it's not your primary thing, they might not it's be like able to you're track traveling. you. It's like you're traveling. It's like you can use your Netflix at, ho- uh, at your mom's if you go to visit. That's part of the problem, right? Like, yeah. can you... Anyway. You get an ExpressVPN. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> my next. A lot of people get those. <laughs> I'm, that's my next step, I think. Y'all make mistakes. This is The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Regina. Experience Regina. <laughs> we were talking about bunny hugs yesterday. That's what their yeah. hoodies are called in Saskatchewan. That's what I grew up calling them. And, um, you got a bunny hug on right now. We were talking about where the name came from, and I got this from Trevor. He emailed this to me last night. Bunny hug is a particularly particular Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan term for hooded sweater. We know that our viewer in Lindsay... Um, was just curious where the term came from. Here's what we came up with. The bunny hug wasn't originally a garment at all. It was a scandalous grinding hip-holding dance from the 1900s made popular in dance halls of the day. According to historians, the term started to appear as early as the 60s, but really caught on in the 80s. It's believed to have originated in the Prince Albert's or Melfort region. Melfort. If you go way back to the Eaton's catalog, you can actually find a hooded sweater described as a bunny hug in 1959-1960. By the 70s, residents across the province were wearing or at least knew of the bunny hug. It is now sort of a provincial lexicon. So so he's saying it was the dance. It was the dance that Mm -hmm. started it. And um, maybe when you were dancing, you'd put hands in each other's pockets. Well, when I read it, it was like a... Like a conga line. Yeah. And you put your arms around, and that's where the, the pocket was. But that's kind of like... Still no explanation now as how the dance ended up becoming the name for the hoodie. Yeah, see, that, that connection doesn't make sense. And it's kind of like... A, like the, he said in there, it was a scandalous dance. 
Like, hey, girl, you want to go bunny hug? <laughs> doesn't sound very sexy, does it? <laughs> well, Let's get I, on the dance floor and bunny hug. I had never heard of it until Did, I met you. You guys didn't do the bunny hug at your sock hops? No. Again, I told you yesterday. <laughs> We had sock ops, but I didn't grow up in the 50s. The locker room. So you never watched Ray Donovan. I just, I always looked at it and I was just, you know when you see an actor sometimes and you just, you're triggered by them for no reason? Leave. Yeah. Leave I just never was interested in watching anything he's ever been in. He, he was in, he was in Salt with uh, Angelina Jolie. He was oh, in right. the. He was in X Men. Wasn't he Wolverine Origins. at one point? No, he was Sabretooth. <laughs> oh, big difference! It's a big difference. They were brothers. I didn't know he was uh, a superhero. Anyway, he was, I don't a, know. I he just, was a villain. I looked at that show and I just thought, kind of like Jack Reacher, that show you love. No, 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 no! Don't do this! Don't do this! Jimmy loves Jack. You Reacher. cannot compare Ray Donovan to Jack. But Reacher. that's what, they, in my mind, I've never seen either of them. But they look the same to me. No, like no, they no. look like shows that I wasn't Kay, interested in. If if I was putting together a list of the best like shows that I've binged over the years. This show, Ray Donovan, would be on it. Really? Yes. God. Another one that I tried Maybe to get you to, to watch, watch um, was Californication. I with, tried, but it, I wasn't. You weren't in the right place. too old, and I wasn't in the right spot. I loved yeah. that show. You I know tried what? with Californication. I had the DVDs of that one. <laughs> yeah. That's with, um, what's his nut? X-Files. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um Duchovny. David Duchovny, Duchovny, yes, 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 yes. Anyway, I think that actually that show is a very close representation of who he is as a person. Yeah. Anyway, we're we're getting sidetracked. Ray Donovan's spinoff is coming. I will be watching this, hands down, no problem. So Guy Ritchie is directing and producing it. He's known, obviously, for pretty different movies. Okay, Guy Ritchie is not going to do... A Reacher movie or a TV show. <laughs> Do you understand fair. what I'm saying? That's fair, yeah. Right? Uh, they said it's going to be called The Donovans, and it's loosely based on Ray Donovan. It'll be on Paramount+. Plus. You were just saying, who subscribes to Paramount+, Plus? you might have to. Damn it. The Cowboy Show and The Donovans are on there, though. If you've never watched Ray Donovan and you're looking for a show, it's it's a good one. Uh, um, yeah, I loved I'll it. Maybe I'll try it. It's, maybe on, I'll, it's yeah. on Showtime. I think that's on Crave in Canada. Is it a show where he just like beats everyone up and it, it's it's a little bit of that and, okay. and, he, and he might trigger you because you're already triggered by him. Yeah, but because he's very stoic, he doesn't have a lot of facial expressions. Right. Like, yeah, like he's. But it's a good show, and it's one of those shows too that's very well written, and the hmm. cast around him is really strong. Okay, like uh-huh. I'm throwing this into like. Like Breaking Bad and and shows like that that I love, Sopranos. Like it yeah. was like one of those for me, Grant. Really? Yes, I loved Ray okay. Donovan. Okay, well I'll put it into my possibles pile. Oh. <laughs> Another moment with Doctor Locke. Do you guys take vitamins? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. What do you take? Usually. What do you take? Jimmy? I just take a multivitamin, uh, ginkgo, ginseng. It's not working. <laughs> Well, imagine without the ginseng and the ginkgo. Maybe it is working. Okay. I take the fish oils, um, vitamin D, B12. Um, I have a ginseng I take. I think that's it. Oh, vitamin C as well. Vitamin C. Yeah. Okay. They're saying, I mean, 
There's a lot of controversy about vitamins, right? Yeah. And I always take, I take them every day and I'm like, I don't know if this is doing anything. I don't feel any different, but I'll take them. So uh, you'll read stories, like I'll read one story that says you just pee it out. It's it's completely useless. Right, yeah. And then the next the next story I'll read is like, you got to make sure you take this. This guy, he's 100 and he still runs 5K every day. And this yeah. is all he takes. So there's all this sort of conflicting information about vitamins. So, I mean, take it for what it's worth. Um, and I don't want to sound like Joe Rogan here, but... <laughs> Um, the latest article I read was what vitamin will actually make a difference and get you to the centurion mark, the 100-year mark. Mm -hmm. And according to three experts, the leading vitamin for longevity is vitamin D. The old D. Hmm. But that makes sense to me. And I... I mean, you get it from the sun, right? And the people that I know that have lived the longest are all people that were outdoors all the time. Getting their That's vitamin D point. from Is the it, sun. Isn't vitamin... I thought vitamin E was from the sun. Vitamin D. No, it's D. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I take I take vitamin D. I do I as well. I up it in the winter a little bit because I'm not outdoors as much. I didn't do yeah. it. I didn't do it um, up until a couple of years ago. You know yeah. what it was? It was COVID, right? Because they were... There was a lot of conversation about vitamin D get deficiency. Your vitamin, get that D in your lock. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, again, like I said, it's very controversial, the, the whole vitamin conversation. Yeah. But that's that's a recent article that I, oh, so I thought I'd pass along. Oh, I take my um, Karen phytoplankton as well. Every day. The Locker Room, only on Cruise. Okay, we're calling Courtney one more time. The Edmonton Firefighters Rooftop Campout for Muscular Dystrophy. Fire Hall, station number two, coming off the roof today. Can you get off the roof so it'll warm up, please? <laughs> I'm sick of the snow. As soon yeah. as you guys get off that roof, we'll yeah. have some warm weather. Yeah, uh, that'll come out. That's kind of funny. Um, you guys are heading out today. Have you got an update on the money raised, Courtney? Yeah, we're still still coming in. Actually, we're, we know we're over sixty thousand. Uh, we still have checks coming in. We know, like like I said, it's till the money's in the bank. We can't update that. Websites but are another wildly in. successful year. Yeah, no, it's been amazing. It's been awesome. Yeah, and it never disappoints. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I I've moved around this country in my radio career. And uh, this is hands down one of the more charitable cities I've I've ever worked in. Anytime we've done any initiatives, people step up big time. And yeah, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's always shocking. So you've been doing this for ten years, Courtney. Yeah, that's right. And you're retiring. You're you're handing the <laughs> the the, yeah. the mantle over to Liam, eh? Yeah, passing the torch. He's going to take the reins. I'm still going to be involved. I, it's something that you know once you get into. It's tough to walk away from. I, I still have very strong connections with with people and families that you know I call family now. So, still involved, just letting some fresh blood, fresh ideas come in. Yeah, that's awesome. Again, thank you for this. This is this is unbelievable, and thank you for including us and, and allowing us to to get the word out about this. Um, it's kind of a cool event that started here. I don't know if people know this. It's it was actually started by local firefighters in Edmonton, and it's now something that firefighters do right across the country. So very cool that. Um, and it, you know the guy that started it, right, Paul? Yeah, Paul McGonigal, yeah. Yeah, he started and actually it's it's not even across country, it's across the world. There's people doing it in Australia as well. So That's awesome. it really the idea of the concept just took off, which is really cool. 
so many feathers in the cap for heaven, I think. Yeah, I'm very so cool. And you guys, um, uh, you and the boys that uh, that been up there since Monday. Um, yeah. Good for you. Um, again, yeah, keep us posted when you get a final number. Okay, Courtney? Okay, I will. And, yeah, actually, people can keep donating up until the end of March as well. The Wednesday's going to stand up as well. So, okay. Um, yeah, we'll Perfect. keep you updated. And you're still doing the boot thing at all of the fire halls in town? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Okay, so you can drop in, uh, pop in, say hi. Y- you know what? If they're not busy, you might even get a tour, a, uh, a look at one of the fire trucks. And the webpage to donate, this might be easier, is edmontonrooftopcampout.ca. All right, thanks for your time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Good guys. Yeah. Not upset that we get involved in that every year. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Just be grateful they don't have real jobs. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.